Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, Friday, it's a packed Friday edition of the Taz Show. I am live video Skype. The crew is in the middle of New York City at the studio, and we got a busy show here, kids. Very busy show on this happy Friday edition, as they call it. If you're listening live at Taz Show, got ta- take two. If you're listening live at TazShow.com, thank you. Maybe you're watching live. At TashShow.com. I appreciate that. Maybe you are listening to the podcast version of the show uh, at either Spotify or TuneIn or iTunes. Much appreciated on that. Uh, you could be watching the video on demand at TashShow.com. The show's in a lot of spots. And you also could be watching live right now on Facebook. We are on Facebook Live for this complete show. I'll be here for the next, well, just about two hours. And, um, some would say, well, Taz, you're in a very good mood. Uh, what's the deal with that? Why are you so happy, peppy, and bursting with joy? Well, that's not really true. I I don't like to, uh, I'm not a rub dirt or sand in someone's face type guy, if you know what I mean. And that means we'll talk some football, because it was the NFL last night. And the Chiefs played the Patriots. I will not, Pat fans, I will not gloat or brag. I promise. I will not. I will not like vote or brag um but at all um even though i'm not a chiefs fan but we'll get to that later on oh by the way if you want to call the show that that is a very simple process all you have to do is dial 866-475-2948 that's an 866-475-2948 that's real easy we'll try and do a little college football preview later on some nfl preview i want to talk a little bit about the game last night i could not watch the whole game, and I have good reasons why. And unfortunately, I did not see the fourth quarter of the game last night, but I'll get into that in a little bit. What else? Oh, Vince McMahon, some wrestling talk. Uh, you know, will Vince be at Raw also? We know he's going to be at SmackDown to confront Kevin Owens. Uh, Sue Angle Jones they're doing, SCW Sue. That's how you supposed to. And um, we'll talk about that, some thoughts and speculation on that. And like I said, if you have any questions, you want to call the show, you can. Uh, any wrestling related or anything else, I'm here. I'm here to surf. That's my job here. That's my role. That's what I do. Now, before we get into that, uh, let me give you guys a little house cleaning, okay? Basically, um, here's the deal. So we're kind of, I'm kind of excited about this. Um, uh, after several meetings and stuff, as you guys know, the time of the show, most of you guys know this, will be changing. Uh, we will now be uh, live every day starting Monday at 8 a.m., not 7 a.m. Now, that's, shoot, we're up to like show, geez, let me check here, 447. That's what this is. This episode is 447, if the document documentation is correct, which it is because it's done with multiple computers. 
So after, let's just call this, let's just say we've done 450 shows, just for shits and giggles, you know, uh, which I'm super proud of. Uh, we have always been 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. A lot of you folks, you people, seem happy about this, which I'm happy about. <clears throat> and going to try and uh, uh, the, the company and, and myself, and we, we're all going to just try something different. And th- I told you there's a lot of changes that are happening uh, at CBS Radio and CBS Digital, and there's a merger. And I told you, you know, it's all this stuff. A lot of this info is like way above my pay grade. I don't get involved. I just come out here and do a show, and that's my deal. But um, we're trying some different things out and see uh, what makes what's better for the audience. You know, um, uh, I know there's a lot of folks that do watch or listen live at 7 a.m. Uh, if this affects you negatively, I apologize. Um, welcome to enjoying a certain streaming or terrestrial radio show. This is streaming, not terrestrial, but you get my drift. You know, sometimes time slots change. No big deal. Just roll with the punches and shit, right? It's really that simple. You just go with it. So um, we're going to go 8 to 10 a.m. starting next week. Um, it's uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think it's something really cool. Uh, and who knows? In, in six months, it could change again. It could go back to that, uh, to 7 a.m., which is that today. This will be the last show at 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. And it's going to be tough for me mentally or like verbally. This to, I'm so used to saying 7 to 9 a.m. And that's not the case anymore. So uh, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. And it seems like looking at my Twitter yesterday, once we posted a little video, it seems like a lot of you folks are um, excited about it too. So some of you guys are saying, oh, man, now I can actually, you know, listen live or watch live. This is so cool, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, uh, which I'm, I'm happy about, you know, because it's a different, you know, a different uh, time. we got Michael uh, Wade, not Ward, on Facebook Live saying, uh, chanting three-hour Jones. Three-hour Jones, you are awesome. da, 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 da. I can't clap because I got the Incision Jones, Band-Aid City right here. So we're getting closer to having bare hand, dead hand. So um, anyway, uh, yeah, so, you know, we'll see. Uh, as far as doing three hours, uh, yeah, I would, I could do three hours, no problem. I'd love to do three hours. But there'd have to be some changes um, amongst the show and, and like, uh, some, some business changes that has to happen, like my contract. Um, <laughs> that's one of them. Uh, you know, hey, you got four, four uh, uh, what do you call it, like panels of fencing around your home, and you want me to paint all four? Well, okay, it's two hundred bucks. Well, you know what? That's too expensive. Well, I'll paint three for one seventy-five. So you want me to paint four? Uh, you got to give me a little more money. You want me to paint three? I'll stay where I'm at. It's that simple. You know, that's how we do this here. It's all about. It's just like any other job. So, uh, so we'll see. But there, there's there's a lot of stuff going on with the company. So. You know, I don't think much of it's going to affect the Taz show. If the Taz show stays here, we should see. Taz show might end up someplace else. But we got a couple more months. See how things evolved. It don't matter. I'll be spitting out a show to you folks no matter what. It's that. It's really that simple. We got Brett McNeil on Facebook Live saying, pay the man, CBS. Nah, no, nah, they've taken care of me. For the past couple of years, I've been very happy. CBS, they've given me a platform. and I do a lot of specials for them on FAN and all the broadcast stations on CBS Sports Radio, I can't complain about them. Um, I, You know, seriously. Uh, we got uh, Matthew John Sweeney, no more CBS. Uh, you don't know. We got to see. Uh, maybe. Maybe stay. Maybe go. Not sure. We got to see. That's the way it goes. You know, I would hope wherever I go, the bulk of the audience is going to go with me. 
So that's that's what I hope. As long as I'm not going right down into the water. That's uh, that's what I as long as that's not the problem. Like I said, you can call the show if you want to interact. We can interact on Facebook Live. That's that's also that's also an option for you guys. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, okay, handle that uh, as far as the new time change. So join the show going forward at 8 a.m. Please spread the word to your friends and family, whoever enjoys the Taz show. That starting on Monday it will be 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Okay, uh, that's really the deal, uh, um, and and I'm excited about it now. Uh, what was the other thing? Okay, yeah, I was going to get into some NFL stuff. I wanted to talk about the game last night. I did catch some of the game, the Chiefs versus the uh, Patriots. Now, I'm not going to – I know I have a lot of fans on this show or for the show that are from the New England area, you know, especially Boston. I'm not going to sit here and gloat. I'm not a douche. Okay, even though I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, former Jet fan, of course, uh, it's instilled in me as a New Yorker to hate the Patriots. And you guys know, maybe once in a blue moon, I might say something negative about the Brady or the Pats. Not often, but I do do that sometimes. Well, last night, the Patriots lost 42 to 27, okay, which is huge. Oh, that's huge. At home, they lost. <clears throat> while the banner was given, I'm not while it, but, you know, before the game, it was like, oh, we're going to bring out some former Patriots with the trophies. We got the banner. We're hanging a new banner. And NBC is, is talking about the Patriots like they're the the second coming of Christ. It's like, you know, Al Michaels and, and this guy, uh, Collinsworth, I, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a, just a complete mixture of potpourri of in regards to the NFL for Taz, everything that I hate. It was the Patriots. It was Brady push, Patriot push, Brady push, push, Michael's voice, Al Michaels, uh, Collinsworth's voice, Rodney. <laughs> I respected the shit out of somebody. Great player, former Patriot. Um, but yo, he I've listened to him for the past couple of years, like on NBC with um, you know, uh, with uh, geez, what's the former Colts? Uh, uh, Tony Dungy with Tony Dungy. Uh, God Almighty, Rodney Harrison. Whenever there's a Patriots game, he is just a homer. Oh my Lord, stop, Rodney. You're a stud. I get it, but God Almighty, please, my friend. Stop. And then you get the other guy, uh, Willie McGinnis. He's oh, another former Patriot. It's like, oh, stop. Oh, my God. It's a beating. You got Kraft coming out, the owner. Oh, Billionaire Jones. I mean, come on. Where's Bruschi? Teddy Bruschi. He don't work for them? Where does he work? Dennis, you know, is he working ESPN. for ESPN? Yeah. ESPN. All right. So thank God he wasn't there because he's another homer. I mean, so, so it's like, I, I, you know. It's a whole mixture for me. I, I just it's, it's hard to especially how Michael that team of Michaels and uh, Collinsworth. I'm just not a fan. Some of you guys might like them. I I, I don't. I've I've never had. I don't like Al Michaels in general as a broadcaster. I'm not a guy person. I'm just saying. So this game was very difficult for me to watch. So after about I don't know into the second quarter, I flipped over and went over to watch Big Brother. I mean it's that simple. I'm just I had the TiVo Jones. I'm I'm just you know. I can't. And then I watched a little bit of the third quarter. Now, I, I flip back over, and the Pats are losing. I'm like, oh, Nelly. Yes, they're losing the game. And next, you know, as I start to watch the game again, they freaking score. Brady's hitting guys. Bing, 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 bing. You know, holy shit, I got to change the channel. And then it was time to go Betty bye. Bye-bye. Night-night. And then I wake up, and I see this tweet from some uh, Twitter account, uh, Big Jones Go, Go Hard, whatever it's called. And it says something like, uh, 
the, the Patriots shit the bed. Something like, like what? And I'm like, my eyes like, I have sleep. Like, what the? I rub my eyes like a little, like a little baby. I look at it. I'm like, whoa, yeah, yes, yes. I'm so happy. You know, like a little kid, you know. It was great. But uh, Kareem Hunt, oh, Lordy B. Uh, this guy tore it up. Rookie, Holy Toledo Jones from Toledo. And the third-round pick. And this dude, he started off rough. Fumble Jones. Everybody's like, oh, God. Imagine if you got him, like, in your fantasy pick, like, uh, in the – Fantasy Football, uh, Lou Sass Invitational, the Fantasy Football League of the Taz Show, Crying Brian, that bum, he has Kareem Hunt. This guy, Crying Brian, with fantasy football, it happened last year too, he has got a horseshoe up his ass. Lucky Jones, hockey boy, that's that's Crying Brian, all about the hockey, knows nothing about football, but just gets lucky in the fantasy draft all the time. All the time. So he has Kareem um Kareem Hunt, who, uh, if you guys could tell me how many points he had, uh, Kareem Hunt. But I do know he had one touchdown and he had just about 100 yards. I'm sorry, two touchdowns, just about 100 yards. Uh, how many points did he get, uh, Dennis or Anthony? Do you guys know? We're looking right Dennis now. Points? I want to say it's something that, that f- he was high up there. Like I know that much. I will figure that part out. But um, <clears throat> So Kareem Hunt tore it up. Third round pick, rookie. Kicking ass, taking names. He is now on the docket, as they say. Which, by the way, that was hacked by me, too, by Mike Tirico, who works for NBC also. He said before the game, something was on the docket. I heard docket. I'm like, whoop! And I'm at my head, like Linda Blair. It's almost spun around. Uh, good news for you. Kareem Hunt scored a whopping 45 points yesterday, but Brian was foolish enough to leave him on the bench. Well, see, now that... <laughs> is what they call awesome because that just goes to show you to galvanize my point that crying Brian is a jabroni. Okay. Jabroni. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's a mock jabroni and he's a jabroni goof that he left this guy on the bench. Do some research about fantasy football, Brian. You got all these great players because you get all the lucky friggin' picks in the draft and then you don't know what to do with them. Galvanize is my point. Galvanize. Absolutely. Someone on Facebook Live said, in all caps, Talk wrestling, Taz! I will! I just need to talk about this Patriots-Chiefs game. And then give you an NFL preview, and then talk some college football, and then talk about Vince. Is he going to be at Raw now? Because I have some thoughts on that. Uh, anyway, so that's that's the deal on that. On that game. So, Patriot fans are... Uh, uh, uh. I doubt anybody from New England's going to call the show. None of the Boston fans that rub it in my face about the Bills or when I was a Jet fan and, oh, they suck and, oh, they both suck and the, and the freaking, uh, you know, all you hear on sports radio everywhere or on TV with sports, oh, can anybody in the AFC, is the AFC East even a good enough division for the Patriots? It's too easy for them. They don't belong in the AFC East. All this happy bullshit, that's all you hear. Hype, 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 hype for the Patriots. No doubt, great franchise. Edelman's out, blown out Nee Jones, out for the year. That sucks for them, I got it, okay? Brady kind of shit the bed from what I'm looking at in the uh, fourth quarter. Don't know what happened there. You know, so so I'm just saying, everybody's talking about, well, you nobody in the AFC East can beat the Pats. 
It's too easy. Put him in the AFC Central. Put him in the NFC. There's no defense. Stop it. These guys are pro football players. Stop. With, with the division shit. Stop it. Please, stop. Just stop. They're all NFL players. Stop. There's better players in the NFC West. No, it's not. What are you, nuts? They're NFL players. Maybe there's better coordinators, which helps the team play better in either offense or defense. Stop with the better players are in a different conference. That's so stupid. Oh, gosh. Fuck it. God damn, I'm flipping out over here now. Damn it. Sorry. It's a happy Friday. Happy. Richard Gonzalez. Morning, sir. Morning, Rich. You call it a good moment here, but that's okay. I'm good now. Everything's okay. I'd like to take a call. Uh, first call of the day here on the Taz Show. I'm good. Okay. It's okay. I'm good now. Uh, let's go to Chap Shooter in North Carolina. You're, you're on the Taz Show, Haas. What do you say now? Oh, sweet Caroline. Wah, wah, wah. I got it. What's going on, dude? Man, it is a good, happy Friday. And I'll yes. tell you why. Football season is about to start. It's actually already started. It has. The NFL, I'm sorry, NCAA football is a week old. Okay, and now the NFL started yesterday. Uh, indeed, uh, yes. Uh, you're obviously a big football fan of the chap shooter. Yes, um, and I am so glad that the Patriots got humbled. They got humbled. That's the word. That's the word. That's the word. That's the word. That's the word, my friend. Now, you're a Panthers fan, I assume. Uh, yes, I'm a big-time Panthers fan. Okay, cool. Humbled is the word, my friend. And I thought that I was taking a dump earlier today, and I was thinking of what, what word, you know, what word describes the, what happened last night to the Patriots and their fans and the ownership and Mr. Brady. It's humbling. It's a very humbling situation. And, and it's true. It's true. Now, uh, it, it, I think the Patriots now are probably going to be like angry and Belichick's going to just go nuts and they're probably going to go undefeated for the, all the remaining games. That's probably what's going to happen. I um, so, doubt that. I, just, I, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think they will because, I mean, I just don't think they did a good job stop, trying to stop the run, which, I mean, Kareem Hart was a stud, but that was his first NFL game. And he got three touchdowns and put up over 100 yards on the ground. I mean, that's this, pretty this guy, solid. And, and, well, to your point, Shooter, this guy, Kareem Hunt, it's not like this guy played at, you know, at Oklahoma or at a Big Ten school or like at, at Alabama or like he played for, you know, a, 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 you know, a big program. This guy came out of Toledo. No knock. Uh, I'm a fan of all the smaller conferences in, in the D1 level, D2, D3. Don't matter. But, and Shooter, thank you for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. Good luck to your Panthers this year, okay? Uh, I do feel like um, so, it's it's definitely a deal where uh, it's still early in the season. I don't I, I don't think you could <laughs> look at the Patriots as okay they lost, now they're gonna suck. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. I wish that was the case. But I don't think that's the case. I really don't think that's the case. And I really wish that was the case. I promise. Um, but because it, it would be great. Because I gotta tell you, it, it, I I when I watch the broadcast, what gets me madder. It's not even about the Patriots. It's about the push for the Patriots. And they almost, the first of all, they hoodwinked me, NBC, you pricks. They hoodwinked me 
with acting like the freaking game was on at 7.30. So me, like a jabroni mark, I'm like, oh, let me get my chips ready and my salsa. Here I am, 7.30. I'm watching. Here we go. And it's a freaking one-hour pregame. The one-hour pregame. What is it, the Super Bowl? Stop it. You got a band playing Johnny Banjo and his cockhockers. I mean, it's like, I don't care about this. They got Rodney Harrison running around wearing Patriot hats and T-shirts, you know, playing the Patriot trumpet. Yeah, it's annoying. You got Al Michaels dripping and dropping over, over, over the friggin' Tom Brady and Belichick. Stop. Stop. They ruin it. I swear to God, if I'm going to do some research. I'm wondering if Robert Kraft owns NBC. They push him and his club more than anybody. Oh, God, Patriot fans hate me right now. It's bad. I didn't want this to happen, but I can't help it. I can't help it. It gets crazy. It gets crazy up in here. You know what I mean? That's what happens. I get crazy. It gets crazy. And uh, I, I didn't want this to happen. You know, I didn't want this to happen. But it's okay. It's okay. We're good. I think Shapshoot has a good point. The word humbling is the word. Maybe some of the Patriots fans are humbled now. I do think Belichick is angry. Jose Luis Lopez II says, can we stop with the freaking Marky Mark? Thank you for bringing it up, Jose. Okay. Holy shit. I, I almost took my salsa and my multigrain scoop chips and threw them at my 68-inch flat-screen high-def LCD tube TV. I got so mad at the Marky Mark. Okay, what a little, like a little kid. My man, Marky Crab, and how about all man, Relevant? Well, I'm a Mark for the pads. Shut up, Marky. Shut up. I'm going to curse. Bad curse. Hey, Marky Mark, just shut the fuck up. How about that? That's coming from a New Yorker, all right? Fuck. Sorry. Dennis, did you see Marky Mark? Yeah, he uh, he used to be entertaining, and now it's like, first off, he sucked. His, like... His stadium announcing voice was terrible. Like, are you guys fired up for the Patriots? It's like, dude, just pathetic. And then they got out there and got waxed, so it just made it all the more sweeter. Hey, uh, Andy. What's up, boss? You're a Bronco fan. And I have no hate for you. I have no hate for you and your Broncos. I mean, Bronco fans are chill. And as I to the Bills Mafia. Excuse me? And I have no problem with the Bills Mafia. And okay, the... good. I thought you said you're kind of part of it because you're not. Oh, no, okay, no, that's... no, not at all. I don't party that hard. Right. <laughs> so here's the thing. And you obviously hate the Patriots also. I okay? do. I mean, yeah, and Dennis does too because he's a giant fan. So he hates them. So we all hate Correct. them. And, and I think Patriots fans hate the Patriots. I mean, so it's like when you see Marky Mark out there, did you get like annoyed? Like, you know what, Marky? Shut up. Okay. He's got his John Cena starter suit on. Stop. <laughs> I just don't get it. Like, there's so many people from Boston. Can you recycle different celebrities? Or is he just like Tom Brady's boy? Just like Good Robert point. Goodell. It's all a work. It is all a work. Everything's a work. It's a great point by you, Aunt. Probably your last one for the month. But thank you. I uh, appreciate you joining in. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, anyway. Uh, you know, I, look, I, I don't want to I I hate on the Pats. But, because they got enough problems right now. But I do think it's very early in the season. Let's be honest here. It's not like these guys are going to suck all year. They're not. They're probably going to win the AFC East. I hope I'm wrong. I mean, I hope my Bills win it, obviously. I'd rather see anybody but the Pats win it. How about that, the AFC East? <laughs> but especially my Bills. But um, 
anybody but seriously but you got to be honest here with yourself here if you, if you hate the pats like i do they're not going to suck i mean that belichick's an amazing coach uh you know, Matt Patricia, they're making him a star, too. I mean, And he's a great defensive coordinator. Hat back with Jones, uh, gimmick beard, the whole deal. Uh, crazy guy. Oh, I'm crazy cool, Matt Patricia. I'm a partier, but I'm a D coordinator, and I'm great. I know. I got it. You're crazy, big, heavy guy with a beard. Got it. All right, they're making him a star. Uh, uh, Chuck Willis. What's the office coordinator's name there? He's great. Josh McDaniels. Name? That's it. Josh McDaniels. Chuck Willis. Josh McDaniels. I like Chuck Willis better, though. More marketable. And and he he uh, yeah you know, they're making him a star too. They're making the offensive and defensive coordinators stars. They've been doing it since last year. I've talked about that last year. That that's part of the greatness, the big part of the greatness of the Patriots are those two coordinators. There ain't no doubt about it. Those two guys can be head coaches anywhere they want, anyway. But jeez, NBC, stop sucking that ass of Robbie Kraft and the Patriots. Stop. Again. This is sports coverage. Like, I promise you, you will never not get anywhere else. I, for the most part, I would think. I mean, I, I, you know, it's pretty bombastic, as they say. Uh, I, I don't know. Before I go to break, let me take a call. Uh, let's go to uh, the great Noah Howell in the great state of Alabama. Noah, uh, welcome to the Taz Show. Hey, Taz, what's going on? What do you say there, Haas? Talk to me. Well, one, I had the unfortunate ability to have Kareem Hunt on the opposite side of me in uh, Fantasy Football oh. Jones last night. And not sucks. Who's your, to who, say. who are your running backs? Who are your backs? I've got, uh, waiting for him to get out of his suspension, I've got Ezekiel Elliott, and I picked up, uh, oh, shoot. Bring oh, you got Elliott. I'll have to check my team. <laughs> That's all right. Who's your quarterback? All, all, I know, all I know is I'm getting a mud hole stomped in me. <laughs> It's early, though, with the fantasy. You know, you can't worry about that. Uh, but, yeah, uh, what would you think of the game? thought it was pretty well. It was a tale of two games, honestly. The Patriots come out early. They're jumping all over them. And then all of a sudden, Kareem Hunt just puts the Chiefs on his back and took them to the promised land. You know what sucked for me, though? I'll tell you what sucked for me. As a Bills fan, Mike Gillisley uh, for the Patriots, not only is he a Patriot, but the guy scored three freaking touchdowns. Okay? It's like, are you kidding me? Like, I, not, there's nothing worse than seeing a guy from that was your team, that was on your team, and now he's on the team that you hate, and he, he kicks ass. Like, this happens all the time with the Patriots. All the time. I hate it. it sucks. He's a good running back, though. Yeah, had a couple of Alabama transfers do that at Auburn, so I know how you feel there. <laughs> Natural segue, Alabama, Fresno State, 3.30 tomorrow. Nick Saban, 10-0 in home openers. I like your chances. Uh, Bama's got a 64-game win streak against unranked opponents. That would be the Fresno State Bulldogs. There's your coverage of the game, uh, Noah. <laughs> and I actually want to come on and predict a two massive upsets that are going to happen this weekend. Two major upsets. Tell me. One, tonight, South Alabama will knock off Oklahoma State. I'm not going to argue with that. I told you, I watched them play Nebraska last week, South Alabama. They're no joke. They are no joke. That's the truth. What's your other one? Auburn will go to Death Valley and knock off Clemson. Uh, flag thrown. I don't agree with that. That's, as you know, one of the toughest places to play. Uh, and for you to put over Auburn is impressive as an Alabama fan. Uh, I'm throwing up in my mouth saying it, but that Auburn offense is scary good, and I don't think Clemson will be ready for it. 
You got Clemson ranked number in the three hole. There. Thanks for calling Noah Howell. Uh, enjoy the games this weekend, my friend. And you got Clemson sitting in the three hole. Death Valley, orange and purple, tough place to play. Auburn's legit, though. We had an Alabama fan calling, putting over Auburn. That's unheard of. On that note, I'm going to break. Uh, other side of break, uh, we'll talk later on. We'll do a little NFL preview, some college football talk in more detail. But uh, I'll take some calls, interact on some Facebook Live, and also Vince McMahon. Will he be at Raw also? I think, you know, he's going to be at SmackDown. That's what they're saying. We'll see about Raw, but I want to talk about that on the other side of break. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Okay, back here live. Taz Show, Friday edition. It's a happy Friday situation. Oh, hello. Hi, welcome back to work, Bobby. Happy Friday. Oh, thank you, Jennifer. Happy Friday to you. Oh, shut up. Bullshit. Just another day in the work week. Let's be honest. Oh, you're miserable, Taz. Yeah, well, kiss my ass. Anyway, uh... Talking a little NFL before that, then uh, dealing with some stuff on the text with Seth. He hacked me. I'll get into that in a second. Apparently, he's unloyal to the loose ass invitational of the Fantasy Football League of the Taz Show. And by the way, I'll get into that uh, Vince McMahon speculation here in a second in this segment. And we're on Facebook Live for those that care uh, right now, streaming over there at uh, Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. Yeah, so uh, apparently, Seth, the KFJ, uh, the original producer of the Taz Show, He's double-dipping, as they call it. Moonlighting, they say. He's in a, not one, but two, a second fantasy football league with some other jabronis that he happens to know. <clears throat> so he's not just in the Lou Sass Invitational, the fantasy football league, the official fantasy football league of this show, the Tash Show. Uh, so he decided to send out his roster because of what happened yesterday because he was playing against some schmuck who had uh, Kareem Hunt. <laughs> And who uh, also had um, Alex Smith, the quarterback of the Chiefs, who tore it up, who had like 50-something points. So Seth was sharing with the group, oh, look what happened. I did the job. I look and I got to looking at this other league that he's in, Seth, and I looked at his team, Seth's team. He like hacked most of the guys I have. Complete freaking hack. Hack, just hacked my shit. And I said, you're a hack. No, I'm not a hack. Yes, you are. Unbelievable stuff that we're texting each other at 7.30 in the morning, Eastern, A.M. Jones. We need to all get a life here. Uh, But anyway, uh, uh, speaking of loose ass invitational, we have a video that I want to run here in a couple of minutes. uh, If we can get that video video ready from our friend Lean Mean, the great Lean Mean, who does tons of editing and video work for the Taz Show. Uh, Just a a great guy, a talented man. Uh, whenever we have that video ready, let me know. I'd love to run it. It's a promotion for the Lusas invitation. It's we are we are ready whenever you want. Do it. Do it on you. Go for it. And begin. Studios rocking, let's check out the names. The Tasmaniac, 
team. Big Hoss. Intern. On the tap show. Andy. Dumpster Dojo. Master of Taekwondo. St. John's University. KFJ. Jew Boys. University <laughs> of Tampa. They call me Wheels. Dennis Jones. The Minister of Man. The Universal Life Church. East Carolina University. Tattoos, bags have come to play. Loose ass invitational. Yeah, there you go. And thank you, Lean Mean. You are the man. Uh, that was tremendous. <laughs> well done. Entertaining, funny stuff as usual. And uh, it was great stuff. I loved it. Seth, Seth's part was my favorite part, I have to say. Um, it was. And yes, I'm really just an intern here. I'm not really Taz. I'm just some other guy. So uh, I'm just an intern. And I am the Taz Maniac, let's be honest. I had to throw that in there because apparently on the WWE Network, the WWE Network, I say, they have uh, finally dropped some of these matches, like hidden matches or whatever. And there's, um, it's floating around there, a match with uh, me and Scott Taylor. Well, um, Scott Taylor was known, well, they called him Skippy Taylor. And by the way, Ant, is there something wrong with Facebook Live? Are we okay here? And uh, no, I keep checking back. I keep checking it, and it keeps going like to the beginning of the show. I'm a little confused why that's happening. I don't know why that's happening. <clears throat> but anyway, Scotty Tuhati, Scott Taylor. Uh, so uh, I wrestled him, and he was. They called him Skippy Taylor. <laughs> and I was a Tasmaniac. This is a dark match. Dark match Jones. Uh, neither of us had contracts. This was years ago, and that's floating around on uh, whatever, WWE Network, Lost Matches, whatever they call it. So uh, if you guys want to check that out, you can. Yeah, me, the Tasmanian, against Scotty. I wrestled Scotty Tuhati a million times uh, before we both got to that next level uh, all over the Northeast. Love the guy. Great worker. Great guy. And um, Skippy Taylor, I, you know, he was called Scott Taylor. That's his real name. Uh and I what, I think he was Skip Taylor. I don't know. And then they just in the dark match called him Skippy, I guess as a rib. Because that's what they would do to the new young guys, just call you names that sounded stupid, you know, uh, which kind of is funny. So, uh, But that's how they handle things. Um, so that's the deal on that. Uh, Sensei Sam, you were on the Taz show down there in Florida. Uh, what do you say there, buddy? Good moment, Taz. Good moments, everybody there. How are you doing? What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? You talk to me. What's going on, kid? Uh, everybody have a great weekend, and I'm about to fly out to San Diego trying to get away from this uh, hurricane coming. And yes. um, Where are you and, in uh, – where in Florida? Are you, are you like in South Florida? Where are you? I'm actually in Central Florida in the Orlando area. Gotcha. But still, you, your whole state is going to get – I mean, it's bad, man. I mean, it's uh, Irma. Yeah. This is the – Bad. Yeah, bad, it's pretty bad. I've been here for four years, and, you know, I just weather it out, man. I just weather it out. But I, luckily, I I planned a, a little weekend trip out to San Diego, and then the hurricane came. So I kind of lucked out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, what's, so what's going on, bud? Well, you know, my fantasy football team is looking strong, and I wanted to ask you about um, the main roster nobody's ready for Oscar. Where do you think they're going to put her at? Do you think they're going to capitalize on their um, undefeated winning streak? Um, mm. What are your take on that, bud? 
Well, uh, I would love to give my take on that, Sensei Sam. And thank you for calling, buddy. And you have a You're lovely welcome. weekend. And be careful, man. Get out of there. Be careful that weather coming your way. Um, yeah, I think the Oscar thing is very interesting. I think well, once she gets healthy, I, like I said, yes, I think it's a shoulder that's going on there. But uh, once she gets healthy and they have her on either Raw or SmackDown, I, I think she's going to be on Raw. I've talked about this in the past. I do think that you have to have her on Raw. Um and mainly because of Nakamura. As long as Nakamura and Hart need to be on separate shows, in my professional opinion, it's because of the language uh, barrier and the promos, uh, and it's that their first language, both this man and this woman, is Japanese. So you need to keep them separate, uh, in my view. Uh, what I would do is, like I said, I'd have her, I'd have her on Raw, and um, man, I, I'd have her be a heel. I'm talking about like a nasty ass heel. I'd have her come in as a baby face right away. And the place will go to a place where, I mean, NXT is kind of over everywhere lately, but go to a town, have a debut at raw where it's really hot NXT fans, you know, either somewhere in Florida at a, at a raw, or let's say it's Brooklyn for argument's sake, cause they have a lot of, you know, do a lot of those big takeovers in Brooklyn or whatever. They've done a lot of shows there. Um, but NXT is over everywhere. But have have her and do some video packaging on her before you debut her. You know, have have it that she's undefeated. You know, 500 and something matches, whatever the hell it was, and all her stats, even make them up, whatever. Just it's a work, right? So build her up, undefeated, ba ba ba. All this just insane. Michael Cole will get her over. He knows how. So will Corey. They they've called her matches. I mean, uh, Corey's called her stuff for NXT, and Michael Cole works closely with the NXT people. So I would definitely um, push her hard, build her up before you debut her. Don't just have her come out cold. Build her up with some sick video packaging and push the fact that she's undefeated. Push the shit out of that. And in her first match, have her wrestle like a, a you know a girl that's in a, a and almost in a mid a mid level position um, on Raw. Uh, not some nobody girl, like not somebody that nobody knows. Just have a wrestle in mid-level position, female, someone who's never been like champ or pushed hard. Don't put her in there with like you know uh, the Charlottes of the world or the Sashas or the Beckys. Not that, and have her lose. Have her lose her first match on Raw, okay? And just have it that it's like a shock and all moment. But but when she loses. I know some of you are like, what are you, crazy? No, no, I'm not crazy. This works. <laughs> because you're capitalizing on her never losing the NXT title and handing it over and leaving as champ. You got to – listen, this is wrestling, guys, okay, especially in WWE. You, you, I learned this years ago. You, you, always, you always end up doing the job, okay? No matter if that means one, two, three in the middle of the ring or tapping out or creatively. Somewhere at some point, you got to put somebody over. You got to do the job. Um. I would have her lose her first match on Raw. Have her come in as baby face, high five, and everybody's happy to see her. Interview her before it, and you know people kind of feel for her because she doesn't speak perfect English, and she's so happy to be there, and she's looking, she met so many great females, and she got to meet Vince McMahon, and like almost have her, not mock out, but they're good at making their talent act like fans, which sucks. I... I But they do do this face face and have her lose. But the way she loses, okay, don't have her just get beat by somebody's finish. Have it somewhere that's like a botched spot that's not really botched. 
and she either bangs her like she I don't know just spitballing him tickle on the top of my head so, some kind of a spot where she's going into the corner to do something to the other girl this is maybe like three minutes into the match where Oscar's on fire like she's beating the shit out of this other girl and then Oscar goes into the corner to hit this other girl with like you know either a clothesline while the girl's cornered or a back elbow or some kind of a rolling move something in the corner and what ends up happening is the girl kind of out wrestled her for that one second, the other girl, and either dropped toe holds or something I envision with Oscar's face, head, or side of her head hitting the second or bottom turnbuckle pad, the corner. And right there, one, two, three. She, the girl covers her quick, no feet on the ropes. Don't drag her to the middle. Just wherever she is, make sure her feet under, un, are not under the bottom rope and pin her. And it's like, a, what the hell just happened? Out of nowhere. <laughs> just shock, just shocking, you know? And now that's the catalyst. That's the beginning of Asuka snapping. Then she turns heel rapidly because she almost becomes a laughing stock amongst the ladies in the locker room, especially, I guess you could say the heels or other people. It's kind of like, like um, as a Japanese competitor, they're very proud, pride-filled. You're almost playing off of that that she's embarrassed and she feels like crap and she feels embarrassed like she she she's made her country look bad and, and all this and and by the way people on facebook live i think we're back up and running right now sorry we had a little issue there we, we crapped out um you know i didn't i i saw something was not kosher here and we got it up and running now so we should be good to go so tell your friends and family and share it that i'll be on live on facebook till 9 a.m here today uh eastern anyway like i was saying i would um I would definitely have Oscar lose. I would have her lose, and in the way I just told you, where it's not a, um, uh, it, it's it's not like she's just gonna go in there with someone and lose to their finish or something heavy duty, nothing like that. I would go that route, <clears throat> where it's something in in the realm of, uh, you know, where it just catch she gets caught out of nowhere. Have her her look great for the first few minutes of the match. Seriously, I have her kicking ass. And have her dominating whoever the other girl is, and and have her just on fire, and then just just have it where she just, you know, she just gets caught, and and because of a, a miscue or because she hits the, like I said, hitting the buckle face first is always a, a a bump that someone can take that looks awkward. So uh, you know, it, it, it you never know if oh wow someone got tripped up or whatever, or it could look. You know, it could look it could look good. It, you could go that route with it. And it looks pretty legit when you do something like that. So I would go that route, and then have her snap again. Like I said, have her be the catalyst of that uh, that spot right there. Um, now I'm pretty sure I'm trying to think here. Uh, course, like if you think about Oscar and you're thinking about just thinking out loud here, uh, she. Uh, what am I thinking about here? What girl would be good? I was going to say Alicia Fox. Is Alicia Fox on SmackDown or Raw? Raw, because she was with Norm Dar. Doing That's the right, Norm Dar. Norm, Norm Dar. Right. So, uh, to me, now that that's someone who is, who's a veteran, who's a good worker, who's got some star power for sure, Alicia Fox. She's a pro. H have, have someone like, like that. You know, John Dean here on Facebook Live saying Alexa. No, no, I wouldn't go. Wait, Alexa Bliss. Wait, Alexa. 
I'm getting confused on who's on what show. And I, I do that all the time. It's hard. And now with now you got Corey calling both shows. I don't know what that does for the brand split. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't even think of that the other day. Uh, but um, yeah, Alicia Fox is on Raw. I just checked. You're you're correct. So I, I think you could go with someone like Raw. Well, Raw with someone like Alicia Fox uh, getting the victory, like out of nowhere on Oscar in Oscar's debut. But build up, just completely build up Oscar. Huge. Couple of weeks prior in the show tonight, the debut of Oscar, and don't drown us that she's undefeated, but say it a good amount. The undefeated Oscar is coming up next. That, but just like not every time you see a graphic of her, just subtle enough. And for those that are not NXT fans, so you remind, you inform them. And all the NXT fans, you know, know that she's undefeated, meaning Oscar, and they have her work with Alicia, and Alicia somehow, some way. Uh, outwrestles her, you know. Douglas Davies Jr. is saying uh, on Facebook Live, Emma or Dana Brooke would work. That would work too. That would work too. I like I like Alicia Fox. I think Alicia. She's been there a long time. She's a pro. I I know I know her. She's she's a great girl. She's a real pro. Um, she she puts her nose to the grindstone. She does her job. She doesn't bitch. She don't complain. She does her stuff, and she's a real pro. Uh, and she's a really really nice girl. Um. Uh, just my opinion. I just think it would be better with her uh, in that veteran role, um, where it wouldn't be like, "Oh my God, what happened?" You know, it, it's it's it happens all the time. Look, it would like sports, right? So WWE has created this where I felt like there was a time where they had NXT, where they could have been NXT, the brand could have been on the same level as Raw and SmackDown. It was there, right? When they did this brand split, remember I was screaming and yelling, "Give NXT!" <clears throat> One of the hours on Raw, put them all at the same level, all three of them, you know, where it's Stephanie, Shane, and Hunter running them, you know, and it didn't happen. So the WWE is the one who made, uh, you know, who made NXT subservient to the main roster. They're the ones who trained us as an audience to do that. Okay, fine. So now it's their fault. So they wanted to make it a training ground. They want to show William Regal by the ring. At, in, in the dojo, in the gym, in the performance center, and while talent's coming up to him and talking to him, while other wrestlers are just working out, and they're showing with you know footage of earlier in the week at, on NXT, I hate that. <laughs> you know, you, you're you're not only building stars, you're, you're teaching us that these kids are stars, but now you're also, you know, making it like they're not stars. You know, uh, uh, so WWE is far from stupid. They do that by design. They want NXT to be subservient to Raw and SmackDown. My point in saying all this to you is this. That happens all the time in sports. You get it where a kid will be great in college, as let's say football, because it's football season. A kid be a great player in college, a star, and then he shows up in the NFL and he's a bust. I mean, I, I remember being on a plane once, uh, right after the, uh, the draft, and what's his name was the number one draft kick. Who was that big quarterback who went to the Raiders? Uh, Demarcus Russell. Demarcus Russell, thank you. Demarcus Russell, who's on the plane sitting behind me. <laughs> this guy who <clears throat> just walking through LaGuardia Airport, looked like a star, acted like a star, had people all around him, was huge. Um, and he, he was great in college, and he got to the NFL and just, uh, he's not the only one. There's hundreds of guys that that's happened to, and not just in football. You know, that was in high school level, too. There are kids that are great players in high school, and then they get to college, 
and they're not so great. That happens all the time. What are you talking about, Taz? What's this, what does this have to do with Oscar and Raw and NXT? I'm fixing to tell you here. What it has to do with is this. The WWE has trained us as an audience to look at NXT as subservient to Raw and SmackDown. Therefore, it's okay. And it's expected. And it's not a shocking moment internally if someone like Alicia Fox can pin Oscar. <laughs> because Oscar was a big fish in a small pond. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. Some said that about me. Well, at ECW, you were a giant fish. And then you went to WWE, big fish, small pond. I'm sorry, small fish, big pond, when you go to WWE. And now you can't get that big push. <clears throat> or you're not as big as a star. Or you're mid-card or whatever. Yes, 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 and yes. But there's a but, okay? This is a work. And the company controls that. And, and if I could get the big push and carry it and draw money in the small company with a very low budget, then how come I can't do it with a gigantic budget with the big company? I can't answer that. The folks up in Stanford in that big castle, they can, but I digress. So my point is, <laughs> they have created this, this feel that uh, NXT is, uh, I'm sorry, that, that Raw and SmackDown is su superior to, to NXT. So they should push Oscar undefeated, do everything I said, come in as a babyface, first match, she loses, and it's like, what the hell? The shit just hit the fan. This girl now is embarrassed um, amongst her, for her country. Uh, she feels ashamed. And what does she do? She snaps and becomes a violent heel. Then you push the hell out of Asuka as a killer heel, just because she can do it. This girl's a good enough talent and a vicious enough female worker to do that. I don't know. Just to me, that creative right there works. Free consulting Jones. Typical bullshit here on the Taz Show because I'm an idiot. Okay, on that note, I'm going to go to break. Uh, one hour down, one hour to go. We're on Facebook Live. We're kicking ass. We're taking names. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Uh, step right up right here to Taz Show. Go to break. Coming right back. Talk some more stuff with wrestling. Take some calls. Facebook Live. Give a little college football preview. Uh, we'll break. Right Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All righty, all right, Friday. Friday edition, one hour down, one hour to go. Taz Show. Here we go. We're rocking and rolling here. We are live on Facebook right now. We're also streaming live audio and video at TazShow.com. So thanks if you're doing all that. Uh, yeah, and also, also, thank you, thank you, thank you for checking out the podcast version of the Taz Show. You're the on demand. I appreciate you doing that too. No doubt. And it looks like we're, we're good to go on Facebook. Uh, we had a little issue before. We had a we crapped out a little bit. Now we're up and running again there at, at uh, Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. My big bet. Uh, let's take a call real quick here. Uh, let's go to Matt in San Antonio, Texas. You're on the Taz Show. What do you say there, dude? How's it going, Taz? Good. What's up, man? Talk to me, Matt. All right. I'd like to congratulate you first on making history. You're the first radio show host in the history of radio to have a bionic six million dollar arm that you had operated on 
Yes, uh, it's almost done, uh, and then I will be able to rip door handles off on cars. <laughs> like one <laughs> bionic flip. And, what else is going on, then, Matt? <laughs> okay, man. And then I have a question about the Mae Young Classic. A, yes. uh, a couple ones. Do you have a favorite? And what do you think of Shayna Baszler being in the ring and transitioning from MMA to wrestling because I've seen some of the highlights of her in smaller indie shows, I guess you can say, and you can tell by wrestling uh, other females that she definitely needs to be at NXT for a good while before yeah. she makes, if she makes the main roster. And yeah, I, I, to win it. I think she's going to win it, uh, Shannon Baszler. I think they're pushing her. Thank you, Matt, for calling. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I've been watching a little bit more of it. I, I think uh, the semi uh, semifinal, what's to say? I'm looking at WWE.com. May Young Classic semifinal result. Carrie Sane and Sane Baszler advance to the Tuesday fi finale. So um, they, I think they're going to push her to win it. I, I don't think she's ready. I just don't. I mean, uh, her, her, listen, a lot of good things about her. Obviously, her background, she's legitimate. That helps. Uh, her look is very unique. She's, she, she looks like uh, she, she's going to beat the ass of most guys and kick the shit out of guys. She looks like a tough girl. Because she is. Uh, so she's credible and all that jazz. But the thing is, that's great, and that's all fine and well. But at the end of the day, this is a work, and it's a show. It's entertainment. You've got to be able to work. And she will become an excellent worker. I just don't think she's there yet. Um, but... To answer your question, Matt, I do think that they're going to put it on her. I mean, they're going to they're going to have her win it. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong because I don't know this girl. I don't want to see her put in a bad spot. And by her winning it, could kind of put her in a bad spot. Uh, too much, too soon. And fans are noticing. Matt, you as a fan, you noticed from seeing her on Indies, she's not ready. Um, you don't have to be a thirty year, uh, thirty years experience in wrestling to notice this. I mean. She's green. She's not horribly green. I don't want to exaggerate, and I'm not. And I, I hate. I'm not bashing the girl. Like I don't know the girl. I mean, you know, uh, I want to see her do good. I think she's got a great look. I mean, but but I, I just I, she's not ready. So I I think that the you push her like this, um, and you push her to the moon like this. Uh, if you have her win, now she's already in the finale. I mean, she uh, she I, I I want to watch that match with her and uh, Mercedes Martinez, who's a, a true pro, a veteran. And I believe she beat her. Now, now, I'm not spoiling nothing. This is all something that's on the WWE social media accounts. So it's not like me spoiling things. I'm just kind of, you know, I kind of have this new thing where uh, because of you fans of the Taz show, some of you guys told me, like, is it really a spoiler if it's stuff, the stuff is on the WWE social media accounts? And it's true. You know, so uh, not just WWE, any company. If they put stuff on there, you know. Uh, it's, I feel it's fair game to talk about. So I apologize if you feel like I'm spoiling, but I'm really not if you think about it. So uh, because that this one first, you did it first. Um, I don't. I would not have her win. I do think they're going to have uh, Shayna Baszler win. I I I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, but I think they're gonna. It's just they they've been pushing her pretty hard, you know. So uh, I just don't think she's ready. Uh, to me, a woo, Mercedes is awesome. Waterbury, Connecticut, is proud of her. I think she's ready for the main roster. I don't disagree. Talk about a girl with a great look and a pro, uh, Mercedes Martinez, her look, her face, she looks like she, she's in a fight. She's got a tougher, hardened look as a female. Uh, sexy body, but yet tougher, hardened face. You know, you can see she's been around the block as a competitor. 
it, it, it you, you want to look different. You want everyone to look different, you know, than each other. That's what I was praising Lars Sullivan on NXT. Law, if you guys aren't familiar with Lars Sullivan, just go and Google his name or look on the, on the NXT roster. I guess he's on there, on their website. Dude, the guy is just a great look. That's how you market and make money, man. I mean, I learned that from Vince years ago. It's all here, right here. It's in here, right in the face, like Vogue, like Madonna. Much on the hand. See, Docky Jones. See, little pain. Ow. Okay. So, if you look at Mercedes Martinez's face. The money is here. Lars Sullivan, the money's here. Any of the big, no, those those are people on the come up. But And I know she's a veteran, but she's never had that big push in the company. But it, you, you got to, you know, you got to look in the eyes, look in the, the facial expressions. If someone's flat and there's nothing there, eh, you know, you could have the greatest body in the world. You could have, you could be a great worker too. Uh, you know, Cedric Alexander. Okay, I, 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 who doesn't like the way this guy works? This guy is a tremendous, tremendous talent. I'm a mock for the guy. I, I think the guy's great. I love him. <laughs> I do. <clears throat> but to be frank, I'm not, I'm not gonna strap the rocket on this guy. And the WWE is really not either. And the reason why is here. It's kind of, he's a good-looking guy. His body's great. Looks like an athlete. Looks tough. Works hard. Tremendous athlete. I mean, God, I'd I'd hire him and give him a contract in my company in Hoppy. Would I push him to the tippy top? No. I'm just giving my professional opinion. I just feel like he doesn't have it here, and and that's my opinion of him. And I love him. Again, I'd hire him and give him a contract in Hoppy. It's not me ripping him. I'm just being honest. Not everybody can be a top guy. Not everybody can you push to the moon. And I I think that's if you look at Neville. Now look here on Neville. Look at his face, you'll see a difference. Look at his face. Brian Kendrick, throughout the years of his push, he's got it here. He had a look. There's something about that. That stuff's important. That's everything. That's that's the key. And you got to have that with your work rate, your physique, your look, your promos. And besides that, Cedric, not really a great promo guy. Look at Enzo. Well, this guy's got a look right here. Body, men's a men's, if anything. But his face is great. His work, eh, promos, great. Face, great. Here, boom, 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 money. That's it. That's the game, kids. <laughs> That's how it's done. And it's easier said than done. You would think to yourself, uh, you got to be born with that. You got to be born with that face. No, not true. You don't have to be born with that. You do not uh, have to be born with that kind of face. No, you can work on facial expressions. I'm not talking about the way someone looks and how they were born. I'm talking about facial expressions. Um, you know, things they do with their mouth or their nose or their eyes, their reaction to things and how they look, the expressions. So you don't have to be born with that. You can work on that. Um, that's, uh, you know, that that's how I feel, in my opinion. Also, last night was something that uh, went down. Let me just completely... S- I got to get into this for a second for those fans that, that dig it. And it's um, uh, Big Brother, uh, by the way. Uh, Big Brother last night was pretty good. I mean, I, I tell you, I, I thought once Cody got out of the house, that no one would give a shit about Big Brother, like me, but I still do. There's a lot of tension going on there. Um, and uh, last night, uh, uh, the big cowboy, uh, he got 
blindsided and got thrown out of the house. For those that are fans of Big Brother, ho, 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 ho. he is red hot pissed, and I don't blame him. Double eviction Jones last night, heavy duty. So I, I'm not going to get any deeper into it, but I know a lot of you guys like like Big Brother too. Some of you guys hate it. I can't make everybody happy. Sorry, I just can't. It's not possible. I just really can't. It's just not really possible for me to do. I try. By the way, is Patriot fan's worst nightmare if you're watching the video. Not her. Hunt. No relation to Mike. I try uh, to make everybody happy, but I can't. I do my best. Um, you know. Christopher uh, McCovey, uh, you should be a guest on Mike and Mike. Uh, Connor Christopher McCovey. Why, why Connor? Why, why should I be a guest on their radio show, which is on the air, when I'm on the air? Why would I do that? How could I do that? <clears throat> Want to Skype me in? I'll be on. Uh, last I checked, ESPN might be a little bit of a competitor to CBS. ESPN, CBS, EBS. You know, so I don't think my company would like that, that I'm on the contract to. I'm just saying. But thank you, Connor. I appreciate you thinking I'm a cool enough guy to be a guest on a show like that. Because they do do a great show. Wes Schultz, how much are the Bills going to beat the Jets by? I don't know. I just hope they win. I'm not going to knock the Jets. Dude, I don't know what's going to happen. Both teams are not looking very good. <laughs> Excuse me. Both Jets and, uh, and the freaking uh, Bills, uh, I'm worried. I'm, really, I'm worried the year. It's Shady McCoy, my running back. Yeah, Shady. He, he, he's, he missed practice the past three days. He's got, he's got diarrhea. He's got a stomach problem. The guy's got the shits, and, and he's not practicing. Now I gotta worry. Now I gotta worry. This guy's got gut rot. Gut rot. G U T R O T. Gut rot. He's got gut rot, and he can't play on Sunday. Shady McCoy, who's my starting running back in my fantasy league, by the way. Now I gotta worry about this. Dennis, did you hear about Shady? Has been out of practice the past couple of days. I have, yes, but I didn't know it was because of gut rot. That's the truth. And I, did you know this? I did not. I, I hope I never get cut, Rod. Me too, man. I hope, and if you do, I hope I'm not around you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's the deal. I mean, so you know, we'll, we'll see. I, Shady should be fine. Maybe they're just sitting him out to rest his belly. He's got a belly ache. Maybe that's the reason. Um, so uh, we'll see. Some other stuff going on in the NFL. And I'll give you a little preview real quick here. Uh, I'll get I'll go get ready to go into break with a little NFL preview for you guys um, because um, that's coming this Sunday. Uh, well, the Saints running back, you know, the, the new Saints running back, I should say, he's going to head into Minnesota to play his former team on Monday night. So that should be good. That's Monday night. Saints versus uh, the Vikings. That should be a really good NFC matchup. And it'd be, it's going to be weird to see AP in a uh, Saints uniform. That'll be weird. Also, uh, Julio Jones, the great wide receiver from the Falcons, he's shooting for a 2,000-yard season. Damn. Big moth for this guy. It's tremendous. Really love, love JJ, uh, Julio, 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 Jojo Jones, uh, for sure. He's excellent. So, uh, we got my Bills are playing uh, at home in Buffalo against the Jets on Sunday. Uh, I will definitely be all over the game watching it. Um, excited sitting there with my salsa and my scoops. I love football like a schmuck duck. I'll be there. Then you got the Giants playing the uh, over in Dallas against the Cowboys, uh, Dennis Giants. They're playing the Sunday night. Big Boy Jones, they're playing the Sunday night game. Uh, Dennis, you excited about this? Oh, very. I'm a little confused as to why Ezekiel Elliott's suspension held up for the six games, but he's 
yet he's allowed to play opening night. That was um, because the whole thing odd. is just. Uh, I agree. It is odd, and you're nervous, and you should be because your team's going to lose. Uh, I don't, I don't agree you. with that. You're going to lose by seven. Okay, the Cowboys will win the game by seven. It's going to happen. I hope. I, I actually hope that the Giants win, but it's not going to happen. Uh, speaking of uh, people on the Taz Show, uh, the Broncos—that's uh, Anthony. And let me let you chime in. The Chargers are going to play in Mile High uh, there against the uh, Broncos. Your Broncos. Uh, that's the late Monday night game. Uh, so, uh, what do you think your chances are? You're going to beat the Chargers, I would assume, right? Oh yeah, we fare very well whether we're a bad team or a good team in the home opener. And with the new time slot, I can actually watch the whole game. Yes, the new Tasho time slot, that's right, starts this Monday, for those that don't know, at uh, 8 a.m. Uh, instead of 7, we're going forward 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., for those that don't know, if you just joined on, or been under some kind of a orange rock. And then you got the Seahawks, my NFC team, which some people are upset that I have two teams, but my main team are the Bills. The Seahawks, the Hawks, uh, they're going to Green Bay in another battle Pretty, uh, an NFC battle, I should say, and that's uh, 4.30 on Sunday. All right, cool. So, uh, uh, Lusas Invitational is the fantasy football league of the Taz Show, the official league, as you guys know. I think uh, uh, I think that I'm going to do well this week. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I like my chances. Uh, some of the guys, like some of my stars, I'll, I'll say right here, I, I won't hide it. I have nothing to hide about my fantasy team at all. I'm going to be up front. And if the other people want to chime in, they can. I'm sure they will because they're egomaniacs. And uh, this is what we have here. So my starting quarterback, I have two quarterbacks. One is Marcus Mariota, and the other one is uh, Stanf- uh, Stratford, I should say. Ma- Matthew Stratford from the Lions. I'm starting Mariota. I'm going with him straight out of the box. I also got Antonio Brown, not playing games right here, from, this, from the Steelers. And then we got Golden Tate, who I think is going to have a big, big game against the uh, Cardinals. Uh, on Sunday. I really believe that. Uh, does anybody on the show dispute that? I actually do. Exactly. The Cardinals secondary is pretty stout between Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew. I Matthew. think they'll bottle up uh, Golden Tate. It's an LSU pipeline to the Cardinals secondary. You do realize that. Very right? much so. I know that too. Then I'm starting a guy named Zay Jones. Oh, what a great name. His last name is Jones and he plays for the Buffalo Bills. Some of you are thinking, what are you out of your mind? Zay Jones Mark my words. Zay Jones is the best kept secret in fantasy football, mother effers. And you need to get him on your fantasy team. I guarantee you, in all your leagues, all you people, Zay Jones is a free agent. Well, guess what? In the loose sass invitational, he's not a free agent anymore because this motherfucker got him. Ha! Yeah! That's right, in. You know Zay Jones? I don't, but if he has a good week one, I'm going to pick him up in my other non-important fantasy leagues. You like Seth and Hack. Hack Taz. I will. I mean, if it's gonna ha- if it's gonna get me to the championship, I'll hack all the way. Right now, I can hear. Oh, look, John Dean here, Facebook Live. Zay is legit. He gets it. I guarantee you, Seth. Right now, is like, oh, Zay Jones. Let me write that down. I, I didn't know about this guy. Zay, oh, Taz again. Guarantee you, right now, Seth is already getting him on free agency on his other league. Guarantee. East Carolina Guaranteed. guy, most uh, most career receptions in NCAA history. Zay Jones went to ECU. Yes, he did. I did not know that. I did not know that. We got Bill Sonnyville said, I got Zay Jones in one league. Oh, Bill, Billy Bill, 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 Bill. I'm impressed with you because most guys and girls aren't familiar with the Zay Jones. I am. Okay? So, that's the deal. Uh, so, uh, Zay Jones, I got him uh, run a rough shot. You know, because part of the problem is with the Lusas Invitational with the Fans Football League, I had a little issue with one of my other wide receivers. 
uh, and that's Jarvis uh, Landry because he plays for the Dolphins. And the Dolphins, because of the, er- the storm, the, this horrible storm that's hitting Florida and the south down there, the Dolphins and the Bucks are not playing their game. So, you know, you got to buy in week one. So I had to bench, you know, Landry, who I'm a big fan of. So I had to put Zay Jones in that biatch. So that's what we're doing. That's, that's how I run the game. I just I know what I'm doing. We got uh, Shady McCoy. He's got a bellyache. So, but I'm still starting him. He'll play. And then I got a running back by the name of Terrence Wesley, as a gentleman from the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, not a real hyped guy, but I think he's gonna have a big game against the Bengals. Any dispute on that? Uh, I don't know about big no, game. No. He might score a touchdown for you. You don't know shit. How about that? He's gonna do well. Okay. He's gonna do well. But what? 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 All of a sudden, the Bengals are like a great team. Not a great team, but they've got a they've got a decent defense. Right. That's great. Speaking of defense, I'm starting the Pittsburgh Steelers. I did not start the Chiefs last night. Which I'm kind of happy I didn't. Uh, they gave a good amount of uh, you know points yesterday, and, and I'm I'm going with the Steelers against uh, Cleveland. My Pittsburgh defense will do well. My kicker is the Dan Bailey, who will kick a bunch of field goals against the Giants and win the game for them. That's what will happen. Uh, the Giants are going to lose the game, and that's that's how I feel about that. Uh, do you two people want to share any of your players? You don't have to if you don't want to. I really don't care. Uh, I don't need to. I just have a question. I I'm looking at your team. You have Amari Cooper on the bench. Why? What's uh, what's uh-huh. your thought process Notice there? That. I did. Okay. If you want to share my private information, that's fine. <laughs> I'm open to that. I, I here's the thing with Amari Cooper. Okay, I think Tennessee's defense is really good. I think Cooper. Look, he wasn't one of my main guys. I know he's hyped Jones. I know that. I just feel like against the Jets, Zay Jones is going to have a better game. Then Cooper is going to have for the Sunday. That, that that's that was really my reasoning. Gut I mean, feeling. I, just I like it. it. What's that? Just a gut feeling. No, not a gut feeling. You got one receiver playing against a weaker defense than the other. It's called strategy, sir. I mean, so that's that's the feeling. It's strategy. It's the Tennessee defense is better than the Jets defense. Is that is that an argument? Uh, no, you are not getting an argument okay. for that. Right. So I'm just saying. I think Zay Jones is a guy that is going to step up. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to start, obviously, Antonio Brown. So, uh, and as far as my, uh, the, the what do you call it, position, I, I got, I, I'm actually going to go a different route, too. Again, showing you people my hand here, because I have confidence. I'm, I never thought I would do this in fantasy. I'm starting not one, but two tight ends. Greg Olson in the tight end spot, and Zach Ertz in from the Eagles in the uh, the gimmick slot. So I got, because I, I, I just feel like they're both going to have big days. I'm sure, Anthony, uh, you might think I'm an idiot for this, correct? No, I don't think so. I, Thanks. you could start two tight ends. It's basically, at this day and age, it's like having another wide out, especially if it's a guy who's going to get targeted a lot. Yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Ertz is good. You got Chairman saying, I'm so high on Ertz. Yes. Call Lee, did you talk wrestling in all caps and exclamation points? Good job. He gets the humor. Uh, so that's the deal. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm a little nervous about the two tight ends. Uh, Katima Deal on Facebook Live says two tight ends set. Nice. I'm still nervous about it. I, I, I might. I'm, I'm going to keep it. Seems like a lot of people dig it, the two tight end thing. So I'm going to keep it. I just feel this week is a, a good deal to, to have the, those two tight ends playing. Uh, I'm a little disappointed, uh, Dennis, with the comment about Amari Cooper. So, uh, but um, uh, you're kind of doubting me. Um, no, you know. I was just curious because he's he's one of the premier receivers. So I just wanted to 
understand your thought process, and you explained it well. So, understood. Well, that. You, yeah, you think it's a dumb move, and that's fine. I don't, I'm not here to appease you. Okay, so I, I, uh, I'm just not. Uh, I, I, look, I'm going to utilize Mark Cooper, and it's a good chance he might tear it up this Sunday. I don't know. He, he might. He definitely might. I, you know. I mean, who knows? And as it stands now, he's going to do it from sitting on my bench up in here. I just think that Tennessee is going to be a pretty solid club this year. And uh, it's a West Coast team coming in on a Sunday early game, Jones. Um, you know, I don't know. I just don't I don't I don't see him having a big day. I, I think as from a fantasy points perspective, I think that Zay Jones is going to do better. I'm probably wrong on this, but it's just this week one. I mean, cut me a break. And this is what I'm doing. This is how I roll. On that note, I'm going to roll into break here. Okay, other side of break, we'll get into talking uh, to some of you cats here on Facebook Live and get ready to do fourth quarter city. Talk a little bit of college football, some more wrestling. Also, got to talk wrestling. You're a wrestling expert. Talk wrestling. Cash show. Be right back. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we are back here. A little Taz Show action, fourth quarter city, Friday edition. Or on Facebook Live at Facebook.com slash Taz Show. So, uh, kind of just uh, shooting the bull out here, shooting some shooting some, some shit around here, a little bit about rest, a little football talk, because we had the, uh, if you haven't heard, the Patriots lost yesterday <laughs> uh, to the Chiefs. Uh, so, um, yeah, but, uh, that kicked off the NFL season. God willing, it keeps rolling that way in New England, uh, but uh, probably not. I'm sure they're going to dominate. Uh, we've got college football uh, started last week, but we got some good games uh, tomorrow. Uh, the big, big game everybody's talking about is uh, OU and Ohio State. Oklahoma versus Ohio State uh, up there in uh, the Horseshoe. Out there, I should say, in Columbus, Ohio. I've been there. Uh, I never went to a football game there. My, my son, as I talked about him in the past, was recruited uh, you know, a couple years ago by them to play lacrosse there. So we, we went there and, and stuff. A lot of those Big Ten schools, so... He got recruited by, but uh, didn't choose one of them. But regardless, uh, beautiful campus, beautiful town. I've wrestled and worked and announced for years in Columbus. Uh, but all my t- all my time going to Columbus, I'd never really been to Ohio State until I went with my son and my wife. And um, it's a great place. And that stadium is insane. I-, I was outside the stadium because it was a weekday. There was no game. And it's just, it's insane how big the horseshoe is. It's just massive. So I know I was, te- I was texting yesterday with JR. JR's there. He's a big OU fan, as you guys know. And speaking of JR, um, JR, meaning is in Columbus at the Ohio State. He's going to go to the Ohio State game tomorrow uh, at Ohio State to watch his Oklahoma Sooners play them. JR, thank you. And Raphael, I tweeted this out. Uh, you guys hooked up the show, uh, hooked, the, hooked us up with some well, some sauce, some barbecue sauce, some chipotle pep, uh, ketchup. We got some, um, we got some jerky there. So big thank you uh, to Jr. and uh, and Raphael, uh, uh, you know, for hooking us, uh, hooking up the Taz show uh, yesterday with some, uh, you know, some goodies, some barbecue goodies. Much appreciated, uh, big time for sure. Uh, so go to Jr.'s website; you can buy all his stuff there. And uh, le- least I can do is promote uh, his stuff. It's the least I could do. Uh, I- I'm not a big barbecue sauce guy in general. 
but I am a chipotle ketchup guy. His, JR's chipotle ketchup is to die for. It is tremendous. His sauce is really good, too. I'm sorry, I don't, I never was big into barbecue sauce. A little bit I am, but not like crazy amounts. You know what I mean? Uh, let's go to the phones, as they say. Last caller of the day, I would assume here we're going to go to Los Angeles. And we got the Chan Man on the Taz Show. What do you say there, homie? Taz, Lumberjack, love you both. What's going on, big guy? Talk to me. Oof, hi, man. I wanted to talk about Big Brother. Oh, yeah. Man, man. Jason got blindsided, huh? Blindsided City. Yeah, finally, finally, finally. Paul is finally being figured out. Thanks to Jace, yep. uh, Josh and his goodbye Josh. comments to Jason. Yes, I was so happy, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of hearing people say, uh, Paul is playing a great game. Paul is playing a right. great game. No, Paul oh, is Jan, a snake Jan, he's and he's, play, he's, he's playing, unloyal. He's playing, a dirt, he's playing a dirty game. That's what he's playing. Yeah, he's playing a real dirty game. But I'm sick of people saying, I'm, I'm seeing it on Twitter here and there. Oh, Paul is playing yeah. a great game. Hashtag friendship. No, that's not friendship. You can't have an Bullshit. alliance with every single person yeah. and call it that's friendship. Right. He's got an alliance with that's everybody. Right. He has one with Raven, with Kevin, one with Christmas and Josh, one with uh, uh, Alex and Jason, everybody. Well, so well, let's chant. Chant, chant. Chant, stop. Please let me talk. Chant, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. I, I think you know this. I'll tell you, bro, rhetorical question. Who made the number one mistake last night on that double eviction? I'll tell you who, bro, and it was Alex. Alex had the opportunity, and I'm still shocked. Me and my wife are sitting there like, why did she not just put up Christmas after Christmas just it just made the deciding factor to evict, you know, Jason? Why did Alex not do that? Yeah, I know. She's an idiot because she still trusts Paul because Paul's shenanigans of yelling at uh, Josh right after Josh uh, voted oh, Jason. How could you do that? How oh, could you? Oh, my God. I, I can't believe that guy. That, that Paul makes no, I know. He's... Uh, I know, no, I hear you. But, dude, so back to Alex. See, her her head of household deal, even though it was double eviction, so as you know, it's quick. Her head of household spot was wasted. She wasted it. She, yeah. she not only does, does she, because it's double eviction, she don't get to use the head of household room and all that, but it's wasted, dude, because she, it was enough that she put up Alex and Kevin, uh, not Alex, she put up uh, Raven and Kevin, who, mean, who, who win nothing. They mean nothing. They're floaters. Yeah. I yeah. like Kevin. Don't get me wrong. I like Kevin, but but what I'm saying is, I think that I thought that Alex would have had some, you know, cojones and said, you know what, Christmas, you just swerved and, and dicked over my guy Jason. Now you're going on the block. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's an idiot. <laughs> she's an idiot because uh, Kevin and she could have probably got Kevin and Raven or whatever try to have them help her or something. Uh, because Josh and Christmas are in an alliance, and well, Paul's in an alliance with them too. But then again, Paul's in an alliance with everybody. Uh, I know. I, yeah, I know. she made a big mistake. But I, I just well, don't. I, I don't know. I, it just made me sick. And then uh, Paul yelling at Josh after that that oh, made me sick. Like oh. that, I can't believe it. And then they just allow that to happen. Why doesn't Josh say no? I'm gonna come clean. Paul's in an alliance with us. You know, just blow, blow up his game. That's well, well, what I what I what I what I'm surprised that they allow to happen. I mean, I don't have a problem with them allowing them to work each other and all that. What I'm what I have a problem with is that the show and it's been going on a, a while now, a couple of seasons, but now really bad. It's very obvious, and it's too much of 
throwing of competitions. It happens all the time. You know, I oh, think yeah. the show creatively has to find a way out, Chan, to stop that. Thanks for calling, bro. I appreciate you and have a good weekend. Um, I think they have to figure out a way, the show, to stop and prevent all of the throwing of competitions. I mean, it's more of a work than a business, than a wrestling business. I mean, why, why even have competitions if, if people are going to just, you know, really, just 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 throw competitions on a regular basis, like nonstop? I understand part of its strategy. Don't get me wrong. I do, but, you know. Uh, well, anyway, so that's the deal on that. But, yeah, it, it's been good. I mean, I thought that once some of the more explosive personalities uh, – What's the, I can't remember the other girl's name, the girl with the dark hair, the, the shorter girl that was boyfriend and girlfriend uh, with, um, with uh, the Marine, drawing, people, drawing blanks on people's names. Once they're out of the house, it's like you forget these people. It's amazing. They're on TV all these weeks, and then you just forget them. But once some of those, those uh, combustible people are gone, I thought it would suck. It actually doesn't suck. It's actually close to tail end. Big Brother's actually been really, uh, been really good here. So, uh, you know, uh, off the Trey Robinson, everything is a work. Indeed. Uh, I completely agree. I agree. I should say, um, you know, Larry McDowell, are they repackaging big casts? Uh, I hope so. And they should, as he heals up. I mean, that's a great opportunity to come back and repackage. I would not repackage Samoa Joe when he comes back. I would leave Samoa Joe the way he is. I would just push him harder, but big casts need some repackaging. See, Samoa Joe has a legacy. And has a strong history, uh, a multi-time champ on, on, on just about every place he's worked, uh, where this other kid doesn't have that, meaning big cast. But I think they should repackage him. I change his look a little bit. I think his hair looks a little 1985 pro wrestler-ish. I change his facial hair. I change what he wears. I would definitely repackage him. I think he needs it for sure. It looks very – I broke into business in 1980. Well, I had my first match, I think, in 86 or 87. I was, I think it's 87, 86. Well, I broke in, like, in the, in, you know, in the mid to late 80s, uh, and everybody had hair like that and facial hair. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, it was, a, it was a, a hair band look. It was a, a arena rock and roll band look, you know, and that's kind of the way this kid looks, big cast. I mean, you got a guy who's seven feet tall. He's not an ugly guy. He's a good-looking guy. Clean him up a little bit. Change his look a little bit. Uh, I got a funny feeling they will. Daniel Poas, uh, the Tasmaniac. Yes, that is me. I am proudly from the dojos of Tasmania, and I am the Tasmaniac. How about that, bro? It goes back to, geez, the Tasmaniac, um, early 90s, and I was I had myself being billed from hometown, the dojos of Tasmania. <laughs> now, meaning, uh, think about that. I, I, I humbly say I was a little bit of ahead of my time. Uh, so uh, with the dojos and everybody's tap out victories and everybody's a shooter and kick pad Jones and everyone's tough. And uh, I remember when I was coming up, you know, the talent, the, the heels, nobody was a tough guy. The heels all wanted to be P word heels, meaning like, whoa, 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 don't hit me. You know that. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then suck at you. You know, uh, they were uh, they were uh, coward heels. And that's what all the boys wanted to be. They wanted to be coward heels because that's how money drew. Guys like Ric Flair, you know, was one of the one of the many that made that popular. And and now it's like in this day and age, no one does that anymore. Like for, uh, for the most part, I, I don't want to exaggerate and say nobody does it. A lot of guys don't do that anymore. Everybody's um, you know, everybody's a tough guy now. Even the baby faces, you know, like the baby. Everybody's a tough guy. Everybody's a tough guy. And it's not me being sarcastic. I'm just being honest. You, 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 everybody, the girls are tough. The guys, everybody's 
Everybody's a shooter. Everyone suplexes. Everyone does submissions. Everyone's a uh, BJJ. 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 Everybody's got BJJ. Everybody's a, everybody's a martial artist. Everybody. Everybody. Stop. 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 Get creative. Jeez. You know. <laughs> Stephen Smith on Facebook Live. Get out of my dojo. I remember the promo. It's from the House of Hardcore, uh, the original House of Hardcore in ECW, the dojo itself. And I was doing a promo with orange lighting, and I think it was about Candido, God rest his soul. I think it was about him, I think. And I screamed at the cameras to get out of my, get out of my dojo. <laughs> I'll tell you, I mock out, I got to tell you, when fans remember some promos that I've cut, like at the taglines or the end lines, that makes me uh, feel good. I appreciate that. My ego needs that. I'm an egomaniac, and I need all that. I do. I really do. Uh, I really do. Um, so uh, anyway, uh, Roman Reigns, it says here, who's this here? Michael Ward, uh, Roman Reigns is still messing up promos. Yeah, because he's he's bobbing on the mic with one of the better guys that's on the mic and John Cena. So that's a little bit of an ambitious task and tough deal that putting him in. But I think he's doing okay. And I know on Twitter, uh, he, Roman Reigns, kind of roasted uh, John Cena yesterday, I think it was, on Twitter. I'm paraphrasing a little bit here on what I remember seeing. It was something along the lines of John Cena spelled something wrong or whatever he did. I, I don't know what happened. And then Roman Reigns came back with like, dude, that's the problem when you try to think. And then Cena came back with something about John about uh, Roman Reigns wearing a padded vest, like kind of taking a shot at his muscularity, which I don't know why he would do that. The guy's pretty muscular in my view. And then uh, and then <laughs> Roman Reigns said something like, I don't know if you could find that tweet, Dennis. Uh, Roman Reigns said something like, Post one of your 5,000th, have someone film your 5,000th video of you power cleaning or deadlifting, whatever he is. <laughs> that shit was funny. Uh, so I thought that was funny. Uh, and, and he said, said something to John Cena. What's that? He said, bad things happen when you try to think, John. No worries. Just have someone film your power cleaning for the 5,000th time. <laughs> and then he said something to Cena like you're too old to, to be arguing with someone on social media or something like that. Yeah, I you must be asking like people on Twitter for insults. And aren't you a bit too old to smack talk online? <laughs> That's messed up. Oh, man. So, yeah, I, look, I mean, what matters is the promos. But I got to tell you, uh, that was some funny shit. I saw on Twitter yesterday. I remember seeing it. I thought it was funny. So uh, it's good. I, I think it's cool that the guys are doing that and the company wants them to do that. I really do. I think it helps. It helps the angle. It helps those two guys together. Uh, it makes it feel more real. I, I don't think there's any real heat between these two guys. But if they could be, and WWE could be creative enough and get into a sh little bit of an argument on Twitter here and there, and we've seen this a lot over time the past couple of years, but not just, with, not just with WWE, and it feels like a shoot, I think that's great. That's what it should be. That's in this day and age. Everybody's on their phone, social media, Twitter, Instagram, you know, all the stuff. So it should be like that. You know, I think it's cool. I definitely think it's cool. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it, you got to utilize it. Right. And, and that's what, if you got a, 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 you know, million followers, whatever the hell Cena has, a couple of million, he probably has. And whatever, um, Robin rain rains has a couple of million. What, I don't know what they, I don't see what their amounts and I don't pay attention to their amounts. I don't really care, but you have that many people following you and you guys, that's a platform. And WWE knows that. I know when I was in TNA, TNA knew that. You know, with wrestlers, they would tell guys, no, let's try and, you know, create some buzz here. Um, in the whole social media world, during that time when I was in WWE, it wasn't there just yet. So, but I could speak on it from TNA. And, and I remember, uh, you know, just to pull the curtain back a little bit, when I was at TNA, I remember 
so many times that they would bring in um, like social media experts to talk to to the locker room and talk to us, the wrestlers and the announcers, anybody who was who was um, you know on camera uh, about how to handle social media, do's and don'ts, and and how to engage with you you guys, the fans. You know, um, I learned so much in some of those meetings. I was all ears. I mean, I'm assuming WWE does the same thing. Uh, and you got to be careful not to, you know, uh, get too much into it with, with people that are trying to troll you. They teach you about that, and you know, you just got to you know just leave it alone and 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 mute Button Jones, you know. Uh, but the thing is, like, I learned so much about that, about social media, and how and how to interact the right way. I mean, sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. Um, but during that time. Um, I, I can't thank uh, TNA enough for that. I learned a lot. And I'm assuming WWE does the same thing, if not more, because they have a much more powerful social media presence than any of the companies just because of, you know, the success of WWE. So and how big it is. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, I mean, to me, I think it's cool. Um, uh, but back to the thing that, that someone said here on Facebook Live um, about uh, Big Cash. Yeah, I definitely think that he needs to be repackaged. I would definitely would repackage it. I would – his look – Needs to change for sure. Um, it's a great opportunity to do that. I, maybe Cass wants to do that too. It could be. He's had that same look for quite some time. Uh, you know, so I, I think it's definitely a, a, a must. Gilbert Rodriguez, what's for lunch? Um, well, if you're asking me that, sir, uh, I'm not really sure yet. I, or I get up so early, I usually have two breakfasts. I have one ultra early. Then around 10 a.m., I have like another breakfast. Breakfast two, they call that. Then I do the lunch around 1 p.m. I'm very regimented. I'm not sure. I might go with a little mugu gai pan. No, I'm joking. I will not eat uh, Asian Chinese food today. I'm going to go with something else. I'm not sure. But I will see. I have some grilled chicken that is left over and some hummus, to be frank with you, uh, with some raisins in it. Uh, and then I also am going to choose between a new batch of couscous with cranberries in it. <laughs> that stuff goes right through you. Fiber, my friend. Yep. Huh? Blowout at Yucca Flats. Yep. Uh -huh. But I enjoy, I enjoy it. I enjoy it very much. Yep. Exactly. Uh, Lizette Austin, like a hobbit, second breakfast. Yeah, like a hobbit, but different. Uh, but thank you for that left-handed compliment, Lizette. I appreciate that. Um, Mark Loth, off the hooks next week. I'm not sure. Uh, that's something that needs to be discussed. Uh, I'm not really sure. I got to see. Right now, I'm more focused on that. It's a new time slot next week for the Taz Show. First time in close to 450 shows that I uh, am in a different time slot. Uh, so the, the new time slot, some people on Facebook Live are asking, is 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern. So um, that's what it will be. So please spread the word on that on social media. I'll tell your friends and family and your pets that it will be streaming live at 7 a.m., Wrong. Take two. 8 a.m. Eastern at uh, TashShow.com, and we'll continue doing some Facebook Live stuff for sure. Um, Matthew Sterling, uh, sleep an extra hour Jones. and eh, not really. I wish I could say that. Uh, myself and the team, there's a lot of show prep that goes in, so it really doesn't give, to be frank, it really doesn't give <laughs> – uh, I, I don't want to speak for these other guys, but for me, it doesn't give me another hour of sleep. It really doesn't. It sounds like it would, but it doesn't. Uh, just with prep and stuff like that and doing stuff in the cave studio. Uh, there's different things that we need to set up here. Make sure it looks legitimately and looks decent and good enough for you guys to enjoy. 
So, uh, so yeah. So, um, extra hour. I mean, you know, I, I did not even uh, let uh, Anthony and Dennis know about this. I, I think Seth did uh, about the time change of the show. Um, what do you two fellas think? I, uh, I'm all for it. An hour later, uh, I think we'll get more eyeballs. A couple people aren't 7 a.m. people because obviously the Facebook Live yeah. crowd hops on in the fourth quarter. So if we bump it back, now we'll have a uh, more people live. Obviously, the uh, the on demand is still what it is. So I think it's a I think it's a smart business move. I think so. I think it'll be good. It, it does, you know, I do feel bad for some of the people that are used to watching or listening to it live at seven a.m. and that helps them either go through their gym workout or in traffic if they're in traffic at seven a.m. which it can happen. Uh, it does happen. Uh, so uh, sorry, uh, we're we're, we're going to push it back that hour. And as a, what about you for your uh, schedule and for your uh, – are you happy with this or not? Be honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy about it. I mean, I maybe could get like 20 more hours of sleep, but because of the damn ferry, it doesn't really matter because it runs in the half-hour increments. Yes. Yeah, but when I was watching the video that. yesterday, I was so locked in. I was like, what is this? Because I didn't find out until I seen the video on Twitter. And I was like, oh, man, what is this? And it was kind of trippy. And I was like, man, Taz might have some good stuff. And then I found out. I was very pleased. Yes. Uh, my favorite running back this week is behind me if you're watching the video. <laughs> Love him. Um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting that uh, you guys, uh, Dennis, you found out via the Twitter also? You didn't know, right? You found out or, or did Seth Yeah, tell you? Seth had like mentioned it to us. He was like, oh, what do you guys think of um, if we bumped it an hour? And we'd be like, yeah, I mean, obviously it's it's whatever you want to do. So, and then we well, saw. I, yeah, it's, it's almost whatever I want to do, but I get you, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously we don't have a say. I mean, you got to still talk to Mr. Pimento, but like you have more pull than the two of us. Be like, hey, let's bump it to eight. No, you. You can do that. We can't. But uh, I'm running the game. This is part of the reason. There you go. I'm running the game. Um, but yeah, no, no. Seth gave us a quasi heads up. I really, he was, I guess, feeling us out. And then when I saw your uh, your video yesterday, I was like, all right, well, now it's official. Social media team, uh, the video directing group, everyone put it out the right way. That did the right thing with the video. Everything's done right. We ran the lean mean video, I believe. Yes, we did run that. Right? Uh, maybe they did yeah, yes. Facebook Live. Yeah, what segment was that? That, that was ran. One. Uh, that two. was at the top of segment two. Okay. Uh, and you might want to check the Facebook Live. Are we good on this thing here? Still, we've been good. We're getting ready to wrap the show up anyway. Uh, I don't think we're good. I just went back on Facebook. I don't know. I'm just double checking. You guys got to check what's going on here. You can't run around and coast. There's no cruise control when you're doing a stream living a live streaming show. There is no cruise control. You have to keep both hands on the wheel. You have to keep both feet on the pebble. Pedals, pebbles, pebbles, pedals, pedals. You get it. You have to. Important. You cannot be complacent. You cannot think everything's okay because it's the internets and sometimes they suck ass. So that's the problem. Okay? On that note, uh, we're going to get ready to wrap up here. And um, Ed Heron on Facebook Live said, let's see the Lean Mean video. I, dude, I, did you not see it? If, I, I need thumbs up on Facebook Live. Before we wrap up, we'll show the video again. If you people give me a bunch of blue thumbs up, I'll show it. I need the ego fed on Facebook Live. Give me the thumbs up. I get a bunch of them and it looks good, then we'll run it before we wrap. Okay, meaning end. But I need to see thumbs ups. Uh, otherwise, I'm not, uh, I, I can't just do it because like, I'm a little robot. Because you tell me to do it, I'm not just going to do it. I need people to engage with this thumbs up thing. You know, I'm a mark for that. 
So we'll see if you people do that. If you do do that, then we'll do what we got to do. How about that? Uh, then you'll see uh, the Clean Mean video before we wrap the show up, go into the weekend and get ready for the new time slot of the Taz Show of 8 a.m. next week and get into some talk and some wrestling next week and some sports and other shenanigans, see how everybody does in the Loose Sass Invitational, the official Fantasy Football League of the Taz Show. So we will, we will, uh, you know, we will see what happens. I've, so far, I've seen zero thumbs up, uh, unless it's just my Facebook. Uh, now here they come. The, 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 I see, a, I saw two. That's not good. I, I need more than two. Now they're coming. Okay, uh, Dennis, I don't know if you see this. They're sprinkled in. I'm still. It's like I'm not filled up yet to to show the video. I'm getting hearts. I guess I should be happy at hearts. I'm getting blue thumbs up. I'm getting half raspberry forehead Jones face. I don't even know what the fuck that means. But people are putting that emoji up. Okay? I'm getting a lot of them now. Pardon my French. Potty mouth sometimes. I get a little angry. Does anybody know what that means, dude? The, the half raspberry forehead. What is that? I don't even know. What is it? What are you talking about? The half raspberry hey. forehead? Hold on. Stop talking. Stop. I had a little issue on my own audio. And and. You hear my question, sir? I don't see this is the turtle thing. I don't know. I'm like trying to search it right now. You have like a special Facebook, I feel like. Stop, stop. See you later. Okay, let's run the video here of the lean mean thing, please. Let's run the lean mean thing. Coming right up. You ready? Yeah. Are we ready? There we go. Tasmaniac team, Big Hoss, intern on the Tasmaniac team. Andy, Dumpster Dojo, Master of Taekwondo, St. John's University. KFJ, Jew Boys, University of Tampa, they call me Wheels. <laughs> Dennis Jones, the Minister of Man, the Universal Life Church. East Carolina University. Tasho's bets have come to play. Loose ass invitational. Yo, yeah. Thank you, Lean Mean. Great job as usual, my man. I appreciate that very much. Uh, no doubt you are the man. You are the myth. You are the legend, my friend. Thank you, thank you. And I want to thank all of you guys for listening or watching the show right here today. Uh, I appreciate that on this Friday edition. Remember, please spread the word that uh, the Taz Show now going forward, starting Monday, will be live 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern at TazShow.com or live on the Radio.com app or Facebook Live here at Facebook.com slash the Taz Show. So uh, it's a big deal. I need your help to promote the fact that we will be live at 8 a.m. instead of 7 a.m. now going forward. So please help uh, promote that any way you can on when you know we tweet it from – my Taz Show account or my official Taz account and or Instagram. Just help us. And on Facebook, please share the show and stuff like that. Just just we need help. You guys love it and you love the show. And I'm giving you over 10 hours a week of free content, video and audio. Working hard out here. The whole team's working hard. Um, so uh, at least you guys can do, not to be a douche, is help promote it, you know, if you guys care about it. And 
And most of you guys do do that. So thank you for that. I'm not being a hard ass, but I'm just being honest. So on that note, I want you guys to have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy football this weekend, college football. Enjoy your NFL games on Sunday. Hope all your teams win. And I hope you guys enjoy it. And I'm looking forward to coming at you on Sunday. I'm sorry, Monday at 8 a.m. Eastern live at TazShow.com. For everybody in New York City, uh, the Taz Show team, thank you to those guys working hard. And for all you guys, thank you for jumping on and interacting with me on the phones or on Facebook Live or Twitter. I'm Taz. You're not. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, guys. Adios. Back then when I was only worried about my top friends. Now my circle is getting smaller. All these people acting fake, man. And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten. Me against the world. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen, man. They movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing. Trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page, but these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now. I've been wondering.